while you were sleeping, this was happening. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 4, 3, 2, 1, and liftoff of Space Shuttle Atlantis. A final visit to enhance the vision of Hubble into the deepest grandeur of our universe. Yes, into the deepest grandeur of our universe, the Space Shuttle Atlantis, going off to fix the Hubble Space Telescope. And I guess what's really interesting about this story, do you remember when the, the Hubble Telescope was launched? Something, when was it? About 18 years, 19 years ago. And the idea was it was going to investigate space and bring back pictures that we never thought possible. In the early days of the Hubble Telescope, there were nothing but problems. In fact, it was looking like one of the greatest scientific disappointments. But they managed to fix those problems, and I heard someone from NASA yesterday say that behind the Apollo moon landing missions, the Hubble telescope has proven to be perhaps the greatest achievement of NASA. David Renicky is from the magazine Sky and Space. Let's get some perspective from him. David, good morning. Morning, Jeff. What do you think about that observation, that Hubble promised much, disappointed for a long while, but in recent years has been apparently producing extraordinary images of galaxies far, far away. Yeah, Jeff, right on the money. Uh, in fact, I go so far as to say that next to the invention of the telescope, I would rate that, you know, as probably comparable. It's a modern-day miracle. Two billion American dollars, 25 years worth of work went into putting this up 19 years ago. When they turned it on, it didn't work. The images coming back were blurred and we couldn't see anything. Now, you know, astronomers were happy prior to this because we had a telescope outside the atmosphere. You know, Jeff, we can do some really serious work. But this didn't happen. And the reason it didn't happen was the mirror was misshapen. Now, get this. It was misshapen. It was warped one-fiftieth the width of a human hair. Yeah, but they should have seen that in product control, shouldn't they? <laughs> David, they should say, look at that. That's clearly not right. <laughs> oh, that's got a warp in it. Yeah, they've, they've now repaired it. Now, as you said, it's been working beard. Now, we've seen right to the edge of our visible universe. It's told us things and shown us things we could never even imagine. And they're up there repairing it because, like everything else, it does need servicing. Here's the sad part. In about three years' time, maybe four if we're pretty lucky, this is going to be deorbited. NASA can't bring this back here. This is a big telescope, I'm telling you now. I saw it last year in the Smithsonian Institute in Washington. It's about two or three t stories tall. Mm. There's a mock-up of it there. Now, this thing can't be brought back. It's too big to fit in the space shuttle. They can't afford to do that. Here's a sad story. They're going to drop it off the coast of Australia in the Pacific Ocean. And, that, and that'll be it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this is the plan, and this is what they're doing, but I'll tell you what, I'll make a bet with you, we'll see how close we go, that there's going to be a public outcry about that. I think they're going to find a way of pulling it apart, and there's no reason they can't do that, and bring it back here and put it up, because it's such an important instrument that's still working. Hubble has not done its best work yet. Okay, tell, tell us what it has done, David, and I know, you know, when we see television pictures uh, of, of uh, magnificent photographs, uh, from space. These days we're not quite sure what's real, what's enhanced, what's, dig what's digitally tricked. Is it really there? Um, and what has it shown us and told us? Well, first of all, I've got to tell you one thing. You're not going to like it, but the images coming back are all in black and white. 
they're colour enhanced when they get here just to bring the detail out. What's it shown us? Well, it's shown us the edge of our visible universe. There are two amazing photographs that you can go to now and have a look at. One's called the Deep Field, Hubble Deep Field. The other one is the Ultra Deep Field. What this is, they left the telescope on a patch of clear patch of dark sky for about nine days, and they went home and had Christmas and New Year came. They came back. It took nine days for the image to be impressed on the photographic plate, and what we saw completely astounded everybody. We saw, and they're still registered there on the photographs that you can, you can get on the internet, the first galaxies and the first stars that were ever made. The telescope was looking back in time, get this, over 13 billion years. And that light from the original Big Bang that made those first stars and galaxies has just been arriving here after all that time. That's why I love astronomy so much. It's also shown us black holes in detail. It's probed planets around other stars. We found pulsars and quasars. Look, astronomy's been written, rewritten, rewritten 20 times in that 19, <laughs> 19 years. Yes. And that's why we want to keep it up there. There's a replacement going up, but it's not going to be the same thing. A replacement telescope. This is an optical telescope. It shows us, you know, it, it, one thing it can't do, and sadly... A lot of people ask me why. They can't show the, the, the images on the moon, the footprints there, because this telescope was not designed to look at anything up close. And the moon is close, even though it's a long way away. <laughs> it's not as far as stars It's funny, are. isn't it? Technology that's yep. not designed to look things up close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's shown us the edge of our visible universe. In a nutshell, it's just completely shown us our place in the universe. We've, we've found out the universe is uh, one, one of many. We've we found out we're moving in a direction that we're all going to, all, and we're all part of a local group of galaxies. Look, so many things. Well, I tell you what, David, you've given us a wonderful sense of community. Nice to talk to you. Thanks, Jeff. David Ranicki comes to us from the magazine Sky and Space.